and welcome to Let's Talk Healing. I'm your host, Anna, and we've got a great show for you today. We are talking about physical illnesses. This show every week is dedicated to the most amazing healer and teacher who is Atana, and you can find his work in so many places. You can go to his internet page, his website, which is atanamethod.com, you can find him on his social media feeds through Facebook and Instagram and YouTube. He is everywhere. So what we're going to do today is we're going to bring him in as well as a couple of guests that we have on the show every single week, Carol and Saber, and we're going to have a great chat about this topic, physical illnesses. So welcome, Atana. Hello, wonderful being. Hello, wonderful beings and Saber, Carol, wonderful Dawn BBS Radio, our sponsors and our wonderful listeners. What is happening in this beautiful world? So, so good to be on the show and I'm so happy that we created a space where we can all share and also inform and also create and collaborate together and see what what is needed, what's required so that it can be of service to you in the best way possible. And soon in the future episodes, we're going to go and open it up also to people who can call in, not at the moment, but in the future where we can start and um, have people's calls come in live and then we can see how we can even support better because sometimes when people call and have certain questions, Ironically, it is um, happening that it answers a lot of other people's questions at the same time. So here I am, and I'm so grateful to be here. Thank you, Anna. Thank you, Atana. We, we love talking with you and having you share your wisdom with us every single week. It occurred to me this week that we haven't had a show yet about physical illnesses, and so many people experience physical illnesses. I was um, watching some footage on the internet this week where an um, American actress called Selma Blair has come out about her condition with MS. And she's a woman that is similar in age to me and she has children and she's a, a famous actress um, in America on a number of different movies. And I found it quite... Um, upsetting because she's deteriorating so quickly and it infects her speech and her body. And I wanted to, to have a show this week where we spoke about the conditions of physical illness and how energy healing can work with that and expectations around energy healing, being able to, to work with these sorts of symptoms and your experiences. And I'd, I'd love, we've got, three incredible healers on the program today, for you to share with our listeners some examples of working with physical illnesses, if you would, please. Physical illness is one of the last stages, really, of um, how it started. If you look back, we are um, emotional beings. We are mental beings, we are spiritual beings, we are energy beings. The last stage where anything really surfaces is the physical. It's not as a lot of people think, oh, that's the first area where it becomes visible. Before something, and there's a, there's a common formula, knowing that um, uh, somebody, for example, has a, a serious disease like cancer, for example, it's a, it's a common um, 
formula to look back exactly five years prior what traumatically what traumatic event actually happened and that's that's something that you want to also consider going further back the the deeper the the, the disease patterns are and it's really tough when uh, people try to, of course, to apply this to children because people say, what did the children do? And a lot of people resort to past lives, to karma, um, something that they brought in, even something that they work out for the lineage, for their family um, that has not been really expressed. And in, in deep psychology, um, there's also an understanding that family trauma works itself out to the family members and, of course, um, to different generations. Uh, when you look at the generations after the Second World War in Germany, the, um, the immediate involved um, parents and grandparents, they were, they were not really able to talk about what happened. They just kind of had to get on with their lives. They could not really process what happened. They were so in shock about these reality changes that for one or two generations, they were just not talking about what has happened and they couldn't really even process it. And then their grandchildren now can actually, they start talking about it in a healthy way and they're coming up with um, identification of what their grandparents actually did and it was so it was so deep and intense and dark that they could not really face it and every time we are confronted with deep heavy um, intense or even traumatic experiences it takes a time for the system to work itself out and sometimes the deeper diseases that become visible in the physical form or in the physical body after many, many months or years, and it's merely just a signal for us that healing is required. So instead of just seeing it as a um, dis disability or disabling disease that takes us out of our functionality, we really have to think in terms of what is it teaching us, what is it making visible, and then also, how do we have to apply ourselves in terms of life changes so that we can deal with it in a healthy way? At the end of the day, a lot of the diseases, they, they become visible so that we can change our lives to actually becoming healthier because what we're doing for a long time led us often to the disease. Right. And so... Okay, that's very interesting. So it is, is so many aspects of working with a person. It can be so many different things that that need to be looked at from lifestyle pursuits yeah. to yeah. past lives to um, thoughts, um, patterns, so so much of it. Well, that seems a little bit overwhelming, Atana. <laughs> it can be. So it can, then, yeah. It can it can be, Anna, so because somebody, ultimately... Mm, go ahead. I was going to say, when somebody is so overwhelmed with something that is debilitating and yeah. trying to... Um, like one of, one of the, the girls that I know through my social network recently got um, a type of cancer and she really almost had to just stop and her life had to take on a totally different rhythm. And just mm. even getting used to that life rhythm, how does somebody even find the time to start working on themselves energetically? Yeah. Or where to begin? Energetically is the way to start. Then I have I have created amazing tools and they came through me as support systems for humanity. So I'm in a place where I enjoy these amazing tools coming in because every time I feel overwhelmed I do my energy work. Every time I feel like there's chaos happening internally or externally, I work with sacred inner dialogue. I uh, work with the stones. I work with the mantras. I have to have a stability in life for myself just to refocus myself. Like, you know, how uh, seafaring people focus on the North Star or on the stars to realign yourself with your course in life. 
think about these amazing tools that we have. Every time we are overwhelmed, we already are in deficiency because all of this life is not happening for us to be scolded or to be punished. This is all happening because of us realizing that we're playing a part in it and that we're starting to take power. If people, for example, not easily getting uh, uh, receiving support, right? Just think about this one issue. A person is not able to receive support. Life sets them up where they get possibly debilitated until they start receiving support. So now think about just this one issue. That's one issue. A person, why shouldn't we be able to receive support? Why, why are we so stuck that we think we have to do everything? And this is just one tiny little microscopic issue that life already sets us up in, okay, so we need to teach you this. How can we teach you this in the best way? So uh, let's get you debilitated for a moment so that you can receive help so you feel really good about receiving help. And that's, that's a rough way to receive help. Instead of us saying, okay, universe, I'm ready, God, the universe source, I'm ready to receive all the help and all the support that I can have, that I can get, that I can receive, and I am willing and open to receive it right now in this moment. Why do we still try to force ourselves into this universe and saying, I have to do, when I do, I am, you know? And so we are in these weird scenarios, and it's not even about judging it, it's about appreciating where we are and getting into understanding a holistic life. What is a holistic life entails? Means we can give, we can receive, we can love, we can be in harmony, we can be in peace, we can be loving towards ourselves, towards life, and we also are being in a place where we can trust the universe, trust ourselves. Mm. Right, And all these aspects, they need to be um, received or lived in a holistic life. So if we have one or the other missing, life is going to take care that we're going to fill all the sections, all these, all these rainbow um, uh, lines out with the, with the appropriate color. And just think about this. When we think in terms of, I have to do this, or we're in the autopilot, we are not in appreciation of life, or we are still in our ignorance. That is all something that has to change, because otherwise we're not living that holistic life. So instead of us focusing right away on what we need to balance, we still often go on autopilot. Mm, very interesting. Thank you, Atana. We are going to go to a quick commercial break. And listeners, when we come back, we're going to continue on this topic of physical illness. Back to Let's Talk Healing. I am your host, Anna, and we have been talking with the unbelievably talented Atana about physical illnesses. 
So I just want to thank you again, Atana, for sharing not only your insights, but also your method with everybody. Oh, and if just so incredible work. And look, if anybody wants to find this method or want to understand more about it, my suggestion is just go to Atana's website. You can find courses. You can find um, books. You can find a lot of information on his work. It is it, This work is amazing. And Atana is right. He takes it with him into his life. And you can too. So I'm going to go now to one of our other guests, who is Carol. Hello, Carol. Hello. How is everybody today? I'm happy to be here. We are awesome, and we're very happy to have you with us too. Carol, I'm just going to dive straight into this topic with you, physical illnesses. We haven't had a, to- a show, amazingly, in, um, gosh, you know, it'll be two years by the end of this year that we've been doing this show. Where, how how often do you work with clients coming for physical illnesses? Well, it almost always happens, you know, because everybody seems to have something going on physically. Because as Atana just said, you know, we often function on autopilot and so... We've created something a while back, not knowing, and what brings a lot of people to energy work is something's not feeling right in their life. Something's not feeling like it's flowing or they're not happy or they're ailing, you know, something like that. What's, to me, more interesting are the ones that come in, not necessarily with a physical complaint, but come in with, you know, like a larger or, you know, like a different issue. I I had somebody who came once with family-related issues, and she also had had some um, lymph system um, issues, but that was something she had taken care of in the past, and she was, like, managing that. She had to get a massage every two weeks for it, and... um, so she came to me for energy healing, though, for these family issues that were very troubling to her. It was a big crisis, and we started working on that, and she started feeling better about that. And not very long, sometime into us working together, she came in and announced that she had not had to have her biweekly massage for the lymph um, condition. And <laughs> that was such a beautiful testament to the the issue that had started the lymph process in the beginning was like heart related and life force. You know, the our lymph is like our it's our circulatory system, like our blood. You know, it's it's similar to our life blood. And she was feeling cut off from life, from cut off from her family. And so she had this problem where her lymph system was not flowing. It was cut off. And so working with, like she, yeah, working with the the issues, the family issues, and resolving those energetic things that had been building up for years and years um, allowed her to have more flow physically literally because then for um several several years after that she still did not need that massage to work through that you know so that's what mm. i love to see is is um is that's when people can really see the energetics involved in it right so mm. it's 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 like when you start to unravel what's going on energetically in their lives, and then they start to correlate that with um, physical stuff that's happening with their lives. So say somebody um, has been not feeling or not been fully expressing who they are in their life, and they feel like they're doing fine, but they're coming for energy healing and they, but on, you know, they kind of say, yeah, I've got, you know, like this neck issues and, you know, stuff like that, but it's no big deal. 
but then you go deeper and deeper into the energy and the 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 energetic blueprint that's been set up and you might find that really this person like has you know a desire to it's really truly expressed and it's been suppressed you know like she's keeping herself mm. small and so she has these neck issues that are um not allowing her to fully express herself and mm. so as the energetic get resolved then the physical gets resolved mm. That's really interesting. Uh, do you think that is at the core of a lot of this work where emotion has been repressed within people and then it comes out as that physical illness? Oh, yes, uh, definitely. You know, like we look at the knees, you know, the knees are like where we, where compassion, forgiveness and understanding is. And so we think about it, a lot of knee problems and you can go back through and, you know, has there been difficulty in that person's life with, have they been holding grudges or, you know, were they traumatized and never, you know, resolved it? Um, so, yeah, I, I see that even in my own body, you know, where unhealed emotional experiences or traumas um, just get stored in places. And we do that on autopilot. We do it unconsciously. We do it subconsciously. It gets stored. And unless we go deep within and say, okay, you know, I I have to, I, I want a better life. I want to feel happier. So what do I need to do to make that happen? Um, then you go in and do that inner work into working with the emotional body and the mental body that's keeping, and even the spiritual body that's keeping those stored traumatic experiences or disappointments or anger in certain parts of your body. And that's why this mm. work is so beautiful because you can transform that energetically and then it can allow itself to be uh, released from the body. Okay, that's interesting. Thank you, Carol. Um, Atana, do you ever get people coming to you that are really ill, like um, their physical ailments have progressed so far that they actually are not going to survive? How, how do you work with these patients? Yes, I have usually in the past that happened more more so when colleagues sent me their, their people that they gave up on or that they couldn't help, and they sent them to me. And uh, some of them made some great recoveries. Some of them were ready to move to Passover. And when that when that happens, I'm really going about it of how can I be of best service to that person. And mm. often, when that person is not going to um, make the decision to stay. It would be counterproductive if you just want to put um, a, a control suggestion in there of like you have to live or stay alive or fight for your life or whatever instead of like giving them the opportunity to have already a good start to uh, move forward into their next life, you know. And um, I'm I'm merely there to support really what, what needs to happen and often often it is really what that person's higher self or soul or the divine really has in store for them. Uh, but it's beautiful when in the past I had people coming, they had all kinds of uh, ailments and diseases. And um, what I'm doing is just doing just doing my work, just supporting. And um, sometimes you can go about it scientifically, psychologically, and sometimes you have to go about the mystery of life, you know. And you approach it as, what we are all beings and what is that being's next step? How can we support this being to make that decision of whatever that decision is that they need to make, you know? And I'm I'm grateful mm -hmm. um, that I have seen so many miracle transformations happen where people stepped up, stepped it up and, uh, you know, some moved, some moved on, some stayed, 
um, it's not really my decision to make, and I'm like merely the the observer when they make their decisions. Uh, but you know what I'm doing is basically getting them back to consciousness for a moment where they can make a decision and a, a conscious understanding of why their soul decides to go through the process. And then everybody can make their minds up if like if that's the right process for them, or maybe that was coincidentally or mistakenly not the right process, and then they can reevaluate and make a better decision. Mm. It must be quite challenging working with these people, especially, you know, I've never been in a position where because of a a physical illness I'm looking in the face of my mortality. It must be quite challenging working with people in this part of their lives. How do you navigate that as a healer? As, As a healer, I have to learn to detach myself from the outcome. When I... When I had in the beginning of um, of my career, when I started working with people who were really sick and I had already some major miracle breakthroughs with people, spontaneous healing, my mother got uh, sick. She had cancer and then she went, um, she had breast cancer and that went to liver cancer. And mm. my idea was like, hey, let's get you onto the natural product. Uh, natural path and energy work and and she said you know I just want you to bring water and she was going with the traditional chemotherapy she said you can do energy work on me but that's what I'm gonna do and she did it and she went stoically about it and uh, for a long time the even the doctors that gave her chemotherapy said we had never had a patient that uh, took as much chemotherapy as your mother and actually survived. And um, they kept on giving her that chemotherapy, and uh, she was, like, stoically going for it. And she had this amazing dream that she said, I saw I saw Jesus at my window, and Jesus said, it's going to be okay. And I was still, I was still kind of in a place well, I said, well, we have to do what we need to do. And she taught me a very valuable lesson. She taught me, and here's, here's what she said to me. You just bring me every day just water. She had a very specific water that she wanted from me, and that water I had to bring her every day. So I brought her that bottle of water, come, you know, every day in, day out. I brought her that same water. And she drank that water like it would be like the most precious, you know, liquid on, in the universe. And she drank it and drank it, and she got more and more, more purified. And she kind of like, she became like lighter and lighter and lighter by the day. And I had to learn to let go of my expectation. When she pa- passed, I had to um, understand the depth of what she's teaching me and realized that she was really teaching me to letting go of expectation that there's a bigger plan that's also taking place, and that has to do with the higher self of the person, with the soul, with God or the universe, and there's bigger forces at play. And if we are in that mix that we can support, we can, but ultimately these are bigger forces. There's bigger deals and contracts that's being to be made, and they're being made in silence with the divine. And we come merely in and can suggest or uh, maybe inspire to renegotiate. But ultimately, everybody has their purpose. Everybody has their journey. If we can support them on that journey, that's awesome. If that person makes another decision, that's their own personal decision. Mm. Very interesting. Thank you. We're going to go to a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to talk more about this topic of physical illnesses. Stay tuned.
Welcome back to Let's Talk Healing. Listeners, I want to thank you for tuning in today. And I hope what we are discussing is being able to help you too. If you want to find more about any of Atana's work, which I can personally say has changed my life, you can go to his website, which is atanamethod.com. And as I said earlier, you can see his work for yourself on his social media feeds, his YouTube channel where he offers so much. And you can go to his website and download links to his online courses, his meditations, which he calls one month. You can book in sessions with him in person or over the phone. There is so many ways to access this work. So go and find it. Uh, it, it will revolutionize the way you think and, and look at yourself in life. We've got another guest with us today, Saber, lady. How are you? <laughs> I'm fabulous. Um, we are talking about physical illnesses. Let's chat. You deal with a lot of different healing situations. You deal with kids, you deal with adults, you travel, you heal. Talk to us a little bit about your experience with physical illnesses. Well, I just wanted to say really quickly that um, I'm so proud of Atana for talking about his mother today. Um, I know that it's um, that's such a hard thing to go through, and Atana is the pillar of graciousness in terms of love and care and the commitment of helping others heal and helping them go through what they need to go through uh, and giving them the boundaries and the respect that they uh, deserve. So, Atana, I'm proud of you, bro. Good job. Thank you. Wonderful, wonderful Sabo. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. Wonderful. <laughs> what else? <laughs> we love you, Sabo. We love you. <laughs> I love you, too. I love you, too. You know what? Can you guys hear me okay? Because I'm talking. Okay, great. So the angels, the angelic beings, wanted to uh, talk to you all today about the energy that's going on right now. And there's a grid that, um, that surrounds the earth. We know about latitude and longitude. And there's a lot of us amazing beings that have been working on a grid that surrounds the planet now, and it is being implemented almost like booted up right now. And so these energetic changes can be felt in so many different ways. And if you are in the beginning of your ascension process, that means you're the beginning of your awakening process. This can be really jarring for you and your system. So it can make you really sleepy, tired, irritable, even angry, uh, distrustful. Uh, But on the opposite side, it can make you euphoric, extremely loving, compassionate, patient. So in the next couple of weeks, just pay attention to this if you find yourself uh, kind of going through these erratic patterns where you're just wow, I don't know where that anger just came from. And um, it's like you're holding your fingers and you're you're clenching your teeth. I'm so freaking mad right now. And then 10 minutes later, you're like, oh, I feel great. Um, don't worry. That is not something that uh, you're doing wrong. It's just your system is clearing itself. And it's up booting to this new grid that we're going to be living on in fourth dimension. And it's going to help us heal better. And so that's where I'm getting to this new grid that we're going to be living on or that we're already living on um, is going to help us heal. Uh, And miracles, if you've been waiting for a miracle, you've been wanting to create a miracle, this is the time to do it. 
Wow. Thank you yeah. for You're sharing welcome. that with us. Sure. That sounds pretty out there, um, out on that grid. <laughs> well, I'm wanting the miracles after, to come through. I'm wanting so those I'm, miracles to come through. Well, and, and that's the thing. It's like I remember years ago, Atana and I were discussing energy healing in general and what was available out there. And what was the most forefront at that moment was Reiki, right? People were so interested in Reiki and because it was new, it's so old, it's ancient, but it's new. And we were just talking about how Reiki is, is beautiful, but it, it takes the person's um, choices away, right? You're waiting for someone else to heal you. And Atana was like, I've created this new system, this new format of healing that you are in charge of your own healing. You say when, you say how. And this new grid that has been created works perfectly with Atana's method. So he has the foresight to create this. And of course, angelic beings, I'm sure, helped him uh, create this um, so that we could be using it today. And so we've had all this time to figure it out, you know, get the kinks out, really learn how to use it. And now we're moving into miracle zone, right? We are ready and you are doing the miracle, right? This system, this Atana method helps you heal yourself. So you're not going to wait for someone else to heal you. Uh, you're not going to wait for someone else to open up a space so that you can heal yourself. You are going to use your vehicle, the earth suit that God gave you, the um, energy suit that the gods gave you, and you're going to use that with this new grid to create healing. And it works, and it's going to work because I've been using it, and I've seen my body go from, um, you know, just tired, um, breaking down, joints breaking down, skin cancer, all of that completely gone, right? And so I've seen a progression also of uh, my abilities as a healer to help other people get greater and greater or more advanced, if you would say, or deeper. Um, mm -hmm. So there, there are amazing things happening. Uh, and if you are looking for a change, some way to help your life or your family. And this is not a coincidence. There are no coincidences. This is a divine appointment or a divine shout out to you right now. So please check out the Atana Method. Very good. Thank you. I just want to quickly ask you, you know, I know you want, you can't speak about clients specifically because uh, that would be in breach of your confidentiality confidentiality about them but can you maybe share with us a quick story say that just about somebody that you've worked with with a physical illness okay so I'm going to talk about a little girl that uh, I have been working with for a year and she has come to me by a divine appointment because I don't have a website you can't get a hold of me. If you're sitting in front of me, uh, you're supposed to be with me, right? That's just the way I work. And so this person was brought to me by divine appointment. This child, uh, let's call her Kay. Kay is uh, riddled with cancer, tumors, all of it. So we started working together. All of the tumors are gone, okay, mm. completely gone within six months. So the first time I'm coming to her house, she's in a hospice bed. She is um, going to die. I looked her in the eyes and she told me that she was not going to die and that she was going to live and that we were going to work together and heal people together when she got older. Okay. And so I've been doing this for a while now. And I feel like these experiences, these miraculous experiences, even though they were so big and miraculous in the beginning, now they're like on steroids, right? They're just like, oh my gosh, and there's so many connections uh, and levels to these uh, healings that I can't even keep up with it. So about 
two days after we left her, um, her mother called me and she said, she feels so good. She's doing so much better. Uh, thank you so much. And I didn't hear from her for about six months. So I went over, I went to go see them and they told me that they just had a scan and the tumors were back. Mm. And I was like, okay, what do we need to do? You know, God, what do we need to do to figure this out? And as I'm working on her, I'm seeing all of these lines come out, almost like if you were on like Ancestry.com, it's showing, you know, Aunt Susie and Uncle Joe, and, and it's showing who had cancer in the family, right? And they're, they're telling me empathically that this child, little Kay, this badass little girl, okay, who's eight years old, before she came to this planet, she said, I'm going to volunteer to heal and clear this family line. And I, every time that uh, I have these tumors, I'm going to work with Saber. We're going to come in, and she's going to clear them. So I found out a couple of weeks ago that I am actually related, physically related to Kay. And oh, wow. my Yes, and my grandmother, my father's mother, died of breast cancer. And the last time that I was working with her, I just kept hearing my grandmother's name, Sophie, 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 Sophie. And this is when all that information started coming in, that this was a pact that her and I made, that she would come in and heal the line, and I would help her heal the line. And as I'm healing the line, I'm healing myself, I'm helping her. I mean, it's like, you, I can't even, I'm not that smart. I can't, I couldn't even dream this up if I tried. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, whoa. Um, but ultimately, it, you know, these questions of, and Atana was saying before, it's like, you, you just don't know the plan. And there's this peacefulness that comes with illness. Uh, and Jesus is involved in this a lot of the time. He comes in and he has this, ability to calm everyone and to assure everyone that we're going to be okay. Um, and so Kay is doing great. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Kay is healed, but it's like, how many more lines are we going to do? Right? Yeah, so I'm right. Hoping, I'm hoping that, um, so that is another reason for me to keep in tip top shape, to take care of myself, do the Atana method. Because I'm not just helping myself and my family and my friends and my neighbors. I'm helping people all over the place, right? And so when you're investing in your health, you're helping yourself, but ultimately you're going to be helping everyone else. So it's not a selfish mm. thing to take time for yourself and to help yourself stay healthy and to keep healthy, you know, go to the gym, eat right, spend some money on things like that you deserve it number one but number two god has wanted us to do this forever to take care of ourselves so we can help other people more right um so yeah. going back to that miracle thing um it's happening left and right all over the place and if you believe and if you want to be part of something like that you will be uh, it's not a question of yes or no. It, it is yes. You will be part of it. You just have to open yourself up to it. Um, and I've noticed a lot of doctors recently who uh, would kind of put their nose up at me. Um, there was like this separation between uh, medicine and spiritual healing, right? And here I am thinking, mm -hmm. I'm working on the energetic system, the emotional system, and you're taking care of the physical system. We need to work together to help this, to get this where we need to balance it, right? But now I'm seeing a lot more doctors are so interested in what I'm doing and vice versa, right? And so where I was like, oh, those medical doctors, oh, they overdo it. They, you know, they don't understand what they're doing. And, and they were probably thinking the same thing about me, right? But I see this... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I see this uh, understanding 
uh, an allowing, a graciousness, a gracefulness um, of all healers starting to wake up, understanding that we're in this together, um, and we've got to work together to uh, achieve the highest results. Amen. Thank you, Amen. Amen. We're going to go to a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to keep talking to these wonderful healers. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Let's Talk Healing. I'm your host, Anna, and today we have been discussing physical illnesses. Atana and I were just having a, an interesting conversation off air just that minute ago about um, he used to do a lot more work around healing, big healing. And Atana, just quickly, just tell me what you just said then. You realize that everything is self-imposed. What does that actually mean? It means that we co-creators of our reality, um, if not full creators, then at least co-creators. And it means that we have also the ability and the power to change, to shift um, what our uh, perception or our experience is going to be on this planet. And it's also a lot of it has to do with free will, you know. Uh, a lot has to do with education, with consciousness, knowing where we're at, what we're doing, what we're exposed to, and just understanding, you know, when we do certain things, it's not good for our system. And we keep on doing it, we're having an effect, um, positive or negative, you know. And just getting into that experience that we understand life, the experience here on this planet, it's just divine mercy. And it doesn't matter how long we live on this planet, just being here, once we incarnate it in physical form, we can never be thought away. And it doesn't matter what, it ha- what has happened or what we experience, we have always a chance to go into major transformation. Once we're here on the planet, we can never be thought away or being made not being here because we have been part of everything. And the beauty is when when you go into the deeper sense of self-healing or understanding what our lives are about, we carry all this innate, powerful potential of the seed that can grow into this massive tree or that's not being uh, fallen on the right soil and it may need another lifetime. But we all have these amazing seed consciousness energies that we can develop into a powerful uh, tree. And just think about any seed that is uh, a seed for a bigger tree, how you would never see and know about this potential in this tiny little seed that's going to be like a 100-foot-tall giant tree. And we all have that consciousness in us. So it is and is always going to be about us finding, claiming our power, not for destruction, but for self-healing and healing and service for others and for how we can serve our purpose that we have to find. And so in in the deeper realm, it's 
there's so many things that we can go into into our self-healing. We could probably, with an instantaneous intention, in this moment, have made that intention known to the universe, to ourselves, to each of ourselves, that we in this moment decide to be healthy, to be well, to be in our enlightenment, and so be it. Why does there have to be a process involved that goes to so many loops and corners and all these areas when we can make that direct connection to our source, to ourselves, it's already there. Why can we not activate that connection? Why do we think there's so many so many middle men or middle people involved? Well, we can instead just saying, I am well. Today I'm healthy. Today I'm powerful. Today I'm going to be well on all areas, in all areas and all levels of my being. Today my spirit is whole. Today my emotional body is well and is healing. Today my mental body is fully intact. Today my physical body is healthy. Today I give myself permission to be healthy and well. And if we affirm this on a daily basis, then that's going to be our reality. And you know, ultimately, we are born in, into this planet and we come into this planet, onto this planet, and we're going to go this whole process of living and dying and appreciation of life. And in, in the beginning when we are so bountiful and so powerful and just stupid and powerful and did all kinds of pushy things and we realized how much we wasted our energy just to learn that we don't need to push. And think about this waste of waste of energy that has to be ending up in enlightenment where we realize, you know, everything is ultimately there. If we get into our spectacular understanding of compassion and love and trust, instead of trying to do, to avoid, to resist. And it's beautiful when we don't create friction anymore towards our life or our purpose, but we actually surrender and appreciate ourselves and life and everybody with us that's ultimately like an ecstatic moment for me and whenever i reach these you know it's it's the toughest is is probably reaching these moments in traffic but when you can reach these moments in traffic while you're stuck in traffic while somebody cuts in line that's really what your enlightenment looks like when you can say you know what it's only just an experience and you know what i'm going to stay in my graciousness i'm going to stay in my harmony I'm not going to be affected by this. Instead, I'm going to express and expand my harmony, my freedom, my love and unconditional love into this universe. And that's really the space that we can create and create our little oasis where we then can expand and connect with other islands. I love you, Atana. I could listen to you forever. (laughs) Thank you. Always have such beautiful beautiful wisdom to share and your perspective on life I find truly amazing um, that you have so many insights and and share this with so many people um, and help so many people I just have so much respect for you I just wanted to to just quickly touch base because you all you have um, if people don't know Atana have these incredible crystal stores and he has classes and events and I unfortunately do not have the privilege of being able to go because I live in a different country but anybody that is around or lives close by or can even catch a plane to see Atana um, you should. Atana what can you just share with us quickly about what's going on in your beautiful world for our listeners? Yes we have amazing new healing stones in into in both stores and we have also this Saturday Saturday the fourth at uh, from six to nine we have a customer and healing appreciation day where we have um you know food out there people can come have some kombucha have some food have an experience with the stones and just hang out for a couple hours in this environment to see how your frequency is shifting, how your energy is uh, aligning and adjusting. I've created these amazing crystal stores so that people can come and have these peaceful, powerful energy places where they can have islands in the city where you come and you recharge 
if you have been affected energetically, if you're out of balance, come into the stores. They're set up to create and promote harmony. And, you know, I'm sure you're going to find one or the other jewel for yourself. Ooh, beautiful. That sounds absolutely magical. Carol, will you be there too? Oh, I wish I could, but I'll be out of town this weekend. Otherwise, I would be with oh. bells on. <laughs> oh, um, that sounds great. Atana, just quickly, we're going to have to go, but just before we leave, what are some good stones for physical healing for our listeners? I love tourmaline. Multicolored tourmaline is such a great healing stone. Jet is a great healing and protection stone. Shungite is a great, great healing stone. And, you know, even clear quartz and all the stones really relate to different areas in the body. And you can you can utilize, you can have a stone, a quartz crystal with you that can support you in your self-healing, in the awareness of what you can do to ignite, to speed up your self-healing. Because ultimately, we are not well. If we would be well, we would be levitating, we would be in our abundance, we would be in our prosperity, we would be in our health, happiness, in our joy. We would be holistically well. So we have that potential and we have it in us. All it is is for us to remember. When I say healing or we are not well, it means we have forgotten who we really are and our full potential. It's like we're walking around with amnesia and we're looking around and saying, hey, do you remember do you remember, hey, who are we? Where are we coming from? Do you remember? And ultimately, we have to start remembering our full potential, our source, our connection. And we have to be aligned all the time so that we can live in these challenging times in our fullest potential. And ultimately, uh, black tourmaline is great. Any stone that promotes higher levels of consciousness, the upper chakra, lapis lazuli, uh, amethyst, ametrine. There are so many stones that I can that I can reference, but one of my favorite stones of all time is citrine. If you have not have a citrine yet, get yourself a massive citrine, a small citrine, a pea-sized citrine. Any citrine is really good to support you activate your consciousness. Thank you, thank you, everybody, um, for listening in today, we hope that we have been able to share some insights with you on your healing journey. I just wanted to thank our guests, Saber, and also to Carol, and just to you, Atani, you are truly amazing and one of the most generous people I have ever met. This work is life-changing, so thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm so grateful to serve and to support and I'm so appreciative of my radio family. Thank you, my wonderful, wonderful, happy radio family. I love you all. And Carol, Saber, Anna, Dawn, BBS Radio, and all of our listeners, I'm so, so grateful. Thank you. Oh, my God.